Los Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers, your podcast for music fun times. <laughs> for music fun times. Yeah. I'm Peter Ray, your man with no plan. Here with me, as is of course, as always. I love when I say as of course, when I mix up is of course and as always together. Uh, my crew, my team, uh, the fellow players of this uh, charade, uh, we call this podcast. Uh, we've got Drew. Uh, would I be the Ohio player? <laughs> Ideally, yeah. Uh, we've got Brett. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, this is the life. Yes. And we've got Patrick. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, real, real bundle of fire today, Petey. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's, uh, I'd, I'd compare him. He's our very own, uh, Mariel. If you, if you ever watch, uh, Always Open on, on, <laughs> on Rooster Teeth, uh, you would know he's our Mariel. Uh, I don't know yeah. if that's a Probably she's, not. I like Mario. Mario's great. Uh, and she's, you know, she's, well, the whole thing's from Texas. But um, I, have, I have a friend who's actually at RTX right now as we talk about this, which dates our recording. Don't date the podcast. This was, <laughs> people waited an entire week for this. Yes. Uh, but yes, talk about music. We're here gathered to talk about music. Uh, the provider of the music this week is none other than Drew. Drew, what do you have for us to discuss? Um, this is a band that, like I said, uh, their sort of debut uh, album. They've done some like smaller like EPs, but this is their first full length. It's a band I found really just sort of oddly, and I ended up really, really enjoying what I heard from them. So I decided to just bring them on, just because I was liking listening to it and I wanted to listen to it more so it gave me a good excuse uh, this is a band called The Strike uh, yep. the album is called Faint of Heart mm-hmm. uh, we uh, yeah, let's talk about some expectations because uh, we certainly we didn't know them either uh, so we probably don't have much expectation but let's talk about it anymore any, uh, talk about them anyways uh, Brett what were your expectations coming into this album I had no idea what I was getting into. I don't even know if, like, I remember looking this band up and being like, is that the one that he sent a YouTube video of, like, last time when we finished Post Show the Post? Um, and, uh, like, I had no clue exactly what it was. There ain't no Wikipedia page for this band um, to, to spill the beans. Um, and I didn't dig deep enough to find their social media, uh, accounts, but, uh, I had absolutely zero clue what I was getting into. I did not know that this was a, a Utah based band until <laughs> minutes ago. Yes. Probably. Uh, or a week ago. <laughs> a week uh, ago. Yeah. God, don't, yeah, date the don't date the podcast. <laughs> don't expose the business, brother. Uh, <laughs> gotta keep the case in. God damn it. I mean, I mean other, other than our cha- that we didn't bother changing shirts. It's still RoboCop time. <laughs> a week later, <laughs> right? RoboCop shirts. Mark Price up in this pitch. <laughs> uh, sports. Wait, sports. sports. <laughs> Patrick, let's derail this one too. Yeah. God damn it, uh, Patrick. <laughs> what were your expectations coming into this album? If you have uh, coming in blind here, um, just sort of, you know, whatever, whatever it was, it was. I didn't, I didn't know it was. It was uh, it's all new to me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's talk about this album, uh, this band. Uh, Drew, how would you describe this album musically? This album is something that is super sort of out of left field, in my opinion, but at the same time, like, for what I've been listening to and what I always love, makes total sense why I would gravitate towards listening to it way more than I probably should uh, since I found it. It's something that has a very uh, sort of almost 80s um, inspiration uh, from it. It's something that has a lot of really good bass licks, like really funky bass lines. The horns in this record just hit in a really, really cool way. But although it's something that it is that almost 80s-ness that comes out of it that I I really, really love. Um, it's something that not unlike uh, bands that I've brought before bring in very modern sensibilities to very uh, older inspirations, which I think is really, really cool. You have a modern pop song writing sensibility in them, but you still have that obvious love of the 80s funk and you have the crazy synth work and that sort of thing pushing it ahead. It is sort of that culmination to me of that, like, I have been really liking, like, the bands I listen to are, like, Chromeo and stuff like that, like, recently of newer stuff, and then, like, I've been getting into a lot of weird electronic, like, outrun-type stuff in Retrowave and Vaporwave. Are you comparing this album to Chromeo? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's totally not going to happen at all. (laughs) Are you comparing this to Synthwave? Because I have a thought. Go ahead. Right. It it's it's that sort of thing, right? I I mean, fuck the the album art is like a an anatomically correct heart in like purples and blues and stuff like that, looking like something straight out of like R slash Outrun, and yet like it's this it has a funk and a thickness to it that I just really really enjoyed, and it is got that me dancing. Spelled with two C's or yeah. Like. No, it's she is not thick, although this album is thick in yeah. all the right places. Okay. Um I mean also in their about page since I still have their Facebook out, uh they do put that they are full time models. Yes. Um and that if you dig okay. their pictures, they it says full time models slash band from UT. If you dig our pictures, you might like our music and then has a link to their Spotify page. Maybe that's how they make jokes in Provo. Yeah. I don't know. They, hey, if they're in on the funny. Um, they've. <laughs> what, you it, think they don't take themselves too seriously? Weird. I know. It's almost like this band, like, again, it's one of those things where you can tell the band likes to have fun. And I sort of dig that. They've also in their, like, also toured with Paige on Bandcamp. It's like. Carly Ray Jepsen and yeah. members of Chicago. Yeah. So like I don't know. <laughs> you know, what? when I think of two bands that are similar, I think of Carly right. Ray Jepsen and, like, and, Sh- and members of Chicago. Chicago. Right. That's you are like I cannot do justice to what like this band does because it's all over the place, but somehow it all works very, very well. 
it's kind of all over the place. I, I would say compared to synthwave, uh, honestly, the the phrase I would use is synthwave light. <laughs> if I were it, it is. It is. I would not be surprised if there are a and R guys um, version of synthwave. <laughs> it's it's the actual band. I wouldn't be surprised if like their trombone slash keyboard player and their bass player happen to listen to a lot of um, uh, Kavinsky's uh, Outrun album. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think Kavinsky. Kavinsky yes, you're thinking of the right person. I am um, thinking the right person. Yes. Uh, Brett. I'm so bad. <laughs> am I the right person? Yes, you're the right person I for don't now. Know. Uh, how would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes elements that got your attention? Well, uh, it, it it goes different places. It's almost it's a it's an album of 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 songs, um, not an album of one continuous flow of one general style. Yes, there are synthesizers and lots of reverb and modulation on keyboards. Um, there, there's some weird guitar stuff and big voice in most of the songs. But, uh, you know, sometimes the vocals are uh, reminiscent of one Michael Jackson. Um, and sometimes in the same song where you have Michael Jackson type singing, you have not Michael Jackson style singing. Um, like you have songs where you're like, oh, they, they, they listen to, you know, the police so they're going to up sing a little bit like sting did um but on this track only and only when there's also an uh like a a, a downstroke guitar it's definitely people that were that set out to make songs using the parts of other songs that they wanted to put together for themselves and that's called music but it's very light-hearted um you know sometimes the songs sound a little hall and oatsy um which you don't expect uh in in a uh in an album that's so like cheese, uh, cheese ball synthesizer, like from like it, it's hard to take this album seriously. Um, I was sitting in my living room and my roommate came in. He's like, "Is this Chromeo?" <laughs> like, no, but it's it's, it's like it. Chromeo adjacent, apparently. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and and Daisy was like, "Is this like are they trying to sound like Michael Jackson?" Like so, like I at least it's not. I'm not alone. So at least I, I feel good in my the opinion. At least in this one house. She she said to you. <laughs> she said to you. You are not alone. She is here with you. Yeah, and we both slow danced a little bit. And then Corey Feldman is playing at the Vogue Theater here in town. So like you know, all all things coming together. Was there a monkey named Bubbles? I I hope so. Um, good to see you. But yeah, those around. are my the I have concluded my thoughts yeah. on the themes and elements of Corey Feldman. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the themes and elements of Corey Corey Feldman. This, uh, this week on Corey Breakers. Yes. Uh, we this week it'll be Feldman. Next week we're talking about Haim. Uh, Haim. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in in the big house, we you know um, you know we've uh, we, we'll we'll talk about the one in the house. You know we've run completely out of ideas when we get to Taylor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Patrick. Well, what what would be the themes on this caught your attention? If our beloved and aforementioned Chromio are Transformers, this is some GoBot shit right here. This is uh, <laughs> that that was that that is great. I, yeah. I will. I, you, you get a thumbs up for that one. <laughs> this is some GoBot shit, and I and I am not a GoBots fan. Um, it's been a while since I didn't like something on this show this much. Uh, it it 
I can see how there there are pieces here that I like. I love Kavinsky's Outrun album. That thing, that, that that shit's fucking awesome. And I love Chromio, as we've long established. But um, uh, this album just kind of the the element I, I there when you're gonna pull stuff from the '80s, and there's a lot of '80s to pull from. The uh, the sound you don't want to pull from is jazzercise commercial, and I feel like on at least half the tracks on this, it sounded like a jazzercise commercial, like the synthone, the drum beats. It just, ugh, just damn. I'll leave it at that. Now. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I would say I would I would I would uh, come a little higher on it uh, in saying that there's there's a lot here that to like. Right. It's tight and well made <laughs> uh but it's very it is very much pop radio this sounds like modern mainstream pop music with with uh with the the gimmick for this particular mainstream pop music is oh hey there's a synthwave thing going on let's let's do our concept on that so years is, ago there was this thing called synthwave yeah and yeah, now well, it has well, made that, it to the white yeah. people now has made it to like you know again there people are digging on this thing but uh, the retro sounds it you know it's it's a lot of what Bruno Mars is doing it's a lot of what is happening on mainstream radio these guys these guys are making music for A and R guys honestly <laughs> this is like I said these guys uh, I I can only imagine these guys have about as many A and R guys uh, scouting them as a dude that can throw ninety something fastball with movement has uh, scouts attending his uh, uh, high school games. <laughs> this is Bring this back is to... this yeah. Is, uh... I, I I do think that this is a little bit transmorphers. Um, <laughs> I, I I I I can agree with that. But I don't, I don't I, know. I, transmorphers would be more. Uh, this is. Uh, Michael Bay Transformers to the Transformers cartoon. <laughs> yeah, that okay. It's not quite Transmorphers. No, they're not. They weren't going the, out to was, make you know the, the quirky low Lewis. quality. You know, it, it wasn't mm. like it's the quirky low quality. It's good quality. The first Transformers movie was all right. Yeah, and it was it was mainstream. It was it, had a it lot was of flash made for middle aged white people. Flash and pizzazz, and, uh, but you know, it's not bad. But it's it's very in the middle <laughs> i'll be honest uh but yeah drew sorry as, as as we come out of that uh let's talk about some of the key tracks uh to zero in on because uh, th- there's some good songs on here there, there are good songs i think so uh to enjoy <laughs> for what that's worth for the guy who doesn't tell you his feelings about songs on this podcast <laughs> uh, um I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be better Starting from now on, I promise. I wrote down notes. Look, look. He wrote down notes. I have notes. Playing dungeon master is a job. We 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 can respect the being the dungeon master of breakers is difficult. And PD PD has been more assertive about not not dishing uh, back to the person in the next block before having his own goddamn word, Um, which I've appreciated the last three episodes where you have done that because I've noticed. I'm like, oh, hey, he's actually like he's actually taking him aside. Good, like he's not just gonna throw. Um, eye for an eye, eye for an eye. Um, having that track at the very beginning, and having it be like very synth heavy, and having that strong vocal, and having all of that right there up front, 
and then almost hiding the fact that you have horns until the very end and like just putting them out there like hey yo by the way uh by the way we got these guys and they're gonna be in this album and you're gonna have to watch for them because they're not that bad um was i think really a brilliant move um then i fall hard um something about that song and like the modulation that like followed through that track from the very beginning i think it was really cool plus the way it played the verses sort of dark and the choruses in this like lighter more jubilant thing i i'm a sucker for that like bringing it up um into the light for the choruses i think it's really kind of nice and people don't do it enough um in the modern day and then goes to my hometown though um, I have to go back to because that to me goes to my hometown is by far my favorite track on the entire album. The, the baseline I think is just fun and great and perfect. The guitar riffs, um, when they sort of punch through are really great, but then they have this light sort of staccato play, um, most of the time that lets that like sort of really cool funky baseline push through and the horns coming in in the second verse, uh, sort of as a blare and sort of a hit, and then really, like, ramping up in that second chorus, I think was really cool. And then you have that, the synth just drive throughout, I think was really nice, like, that, that to me, when, when I was, like, listening to this the first time before, like, we decided on this, and I was just listening to the record, I got to that track, and I was like, alright, I guess I'm gonna, like, follow what these guys are doing. <laughs> now, because that's just the thing I'm gonna do. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Eye for an eye. Um, it has a saxophone that sounded like it was being played in a parking garage. That's not a bad thing. Um, I I, I want to actually record some saxophone on location, like just with like a Zoom recorder in like weird tunnels and stuff, and and put that into my Snorecore album. But uh, like, uh, there's upbeat rhythm guitar that jangles. There's, like, the novelty drum kit toys and the, a guy hooting. Like, you can't go wrong with a guy hooting. Um, and obviously, all of these songs have pretty hot bass lines on them. They're, they're, they're put together pretty well on the, the bottom end. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's the parts of it. Thick. Yes, it is thick. Uh, it, it's not a perfect song. They're, 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 it, it has all of the parts of a groovy tune that sort of blended together. It's not perfect, but I, I, I kind of dug it. Um, and uh, Ghosts of My Hometown. This is the song that uh, was definitely planned uh, to have the sting uh, vocal inflections. Yeah. Like, uh, it very much. And to the point where it's only for a little small section of the song where, where they, they do the, the I'm going to sing slightly offbeat and sort of up up sing at the end uh it's it, it was pretty pretty great um but uh you know it, it's 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 pretty spot on with the execution i don't think they're trying to fool anybody with anything um and finally i have a human right um i'm just gonna say that has a really really cool baseline uh that not much else that, that that really struck my attention but every time i listen to this album and through the playthroughs i i just like I'm going to have to pick up a bass guitar again and, and try and do that. Have fun. But yeah, this this is a very, very fun album if you're into 
groovy sick bass lines, which I wonder why the guy who what plays the the bass guitar for 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 reals uh, actually brought this to us. So. I don't know if I'd say for for reals. Better than I do. I have this novelty toy behind me that uh, that that I just I've yeah I, I I don't do it. The funk does not get laid down by this guy. No, uh, and not by this guy. <laughs> Uh, and, unless you're talking about smells, me and Petey can make some of those up real well. well also, you should <laughs> yeah. probably going to happen in a few weeks. Yes. Also, I'm looking forward to my when I come in for my recording session for your Snorecore project. Uh, yeah, I, like, I will just, be in that room. <laughs> yes, this room exactly. You, you, you'll mic it on. Turn, just turn. You know, just, just set up. Set up the... some stereo condensers in the corners. Like they basically mic him. Like they mic John Bonham's drum kit. Yeah, just I, two big like... condensers in the corners, and that's it. Oh, it, yeah. it. I'm sure everybody in the house is going to enjoy it. We're gonna <laughs> snore core till the oh, and get me drunk, man. My nasal passage will close up. I will make some noises. Yes, it's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> but yes, where were we? Uh, key tracks. Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, I'm going to go with keys as to why I didn't enjoy this. Because uh, I didn't. Uh, economics. The introduction desperately wants to be Kavinsky, and the rest sounds like a shitty Chromio ripoff. That, that's that song in a nutshell. And then uh, the aforementioned Jazzercise slash 80s aerobics video uh, really shows in Ghosts of My Hometown for me for some reason. I hated the chorus. The chorus was the most, like, painfully, like, we made this song and we sent this on a CD single to every record label in the universe. And I'm not not really, like, I get it. Like, people want to be successful and make money, and I don't blame them. I'm about to be unemployed. I wish I had money, but I don't. But, like, this is just, it's just so, like, painfully commercial. And, and... Sometimes that's okay. Like sometimes, like we talked about last week with Huey Lewis and the news, that is fucking pop music, but it's brilliant. Like that, that, that was, that record was created to sell copies and this clearly was too. And it probably will and good for them. But like, I don't good know, for maybe, you. but like this week, I guess my, my 17 year old, like angry ass punk kid came out and hated everything about this record. Just, I just didn't enjoy it. It just, it rang hollow and it felt like, like I said, this is uh, GoBots to Chromios Transformers. This is, if my track this is record Digimon on picking, to Pokemon. If, if, let it be known if my track record on picking <laughs> what's cool is any indication, they're not, so, like, they're not yeah, I mean, who be, knows, but like, they're not just, having 19 number one, sing, or 19 top 10 yeah, singles. Yeah, like no, I, I really like that '80s, that '80s aesthetics are back in music. That a lot of weird synth stuff and cool, like crappy drum machines are like making a comeback. But like for whatever reason, this took all the wrong ones and put them in a record. Uh, but that's just like my opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, well, your opinion, man, is is uh, I don't know, it's yours, Harsh and we respect like your opinion, or buzz, no matter man. how my, wrong my it is. My usually wrong opinion. Yes. No matter how well, wrong you are, are, you wrong. will still be here next week. Yes. All next of our week. <laughs> uh, I think this time it will actually be next week, which is crazy. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We never know. <laughs> never know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, first of all, yeah, the the those yeah, we'll talk about some of the songs. I fall hard is so obviously the single track, and is is I imagine I noticed it was their last single. 
and it, it is very much what I would expect to hear on on like adult contemporary radio right now <laughs> like like exactly right now and I'm sure it will end up there pretty soon if the right check is cashed because uh, they, you know, they, they 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 have a goal and they're working towards that goal uh, and it's very obvious I think uh, but yeah <laughs> it's a good song there's some good songs in there I for an eye is a good song despite the fact that they really really they really rely on that hook they they just go they they have kind of a verse then they go in on that hook and then kind of a second verse, hook and then they go in on that hook and barely a bridge and then they go back into that hook i'm like okay it's like <laughs> it's like you know and then i understand the, the hooks they, they, they hook people for a reason and but like <laughs> but they really like they like they just like all right have we do we do we get enough of verse to count it as a verse or right, bare minimum for verses then they go right back in the hook which i had like it's uh it's it's definitely interesting um and faint of heart I'm, just i'm fin- loving i'm loving this so much bd yeah faint of heart sounds ready for like a, a movie soundtrack of some kind like, it, like a coming of age teenage like you know outcast kid falls in love with the nerdy girl who takes her glasses off and becomes a supermodel yeah something like that uh, i think it, it it achieves those goals and I, I can't and honestly all of these things uh are fine i think it's something that it's an album that i can enjoy doses but like these these songs but i'll talk about it in the conclusion but like uh especially f- coming from somebody i'll qualify all that coming from somebody who listens to k-pop <laughs> so so i'll come back with the conclusions and, and bring in the qualifications uh then but uh let's bring it back around the horn to some conclusive thoughts uh brett what would be your conclusion on this album i think i just snorted a fruit fly or something but uh okay i'm a big fan (laughs) Uh, uh, i I wasn't joking uh i'm I'm a big fan of a lot of the musical tools and tricks that they that they use to and, and you guys know i certainly enjoy the cheesiest that the 80s has to offer but this is very on the nose um it, it is a like it, it is a it is inspired by the 1980s and it is executed like somebody who was wanting to do that and that's that's not a a goal that is like worth less than any other goal because i would probably have fun trying to if i had the skill and ability and the the uh available other people to make a cheesy 80s style synth pop rock album um i would i would cheese it up just just all day long and uh if you can uh if you are into the cheese if you're into well-executed music and you just want something that's not going to work your brain out but will give you you know some background noise and some stuff where you're like well that's that was kind of groovy or hey that that wood block and cowbell was pretty cool to be thrown in there you know they've got some of that so uh, you know they, they take a look it's in, it's a, in book. a book yeah it's in an album. It's not in the book. Well, not yet. Wait until I come out with my music books. Yes. My music books to feature Snorecore. The people read. Your, uh, your, Wait until Hulk official, Rules comes to book. Your official faint of heart uh, novelization. <laughs> That's right. The the video game of the movie of the book. Yes. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusion on this album? I didn't enjoy this, but, you know, go listen to it. Form an opinion of your own. It's not like 
awful. It's just awful for me, I guess, if that makes sense. And uh, Patrick is also awful yes. in taste. So yes. remember that, too. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, I am still the one who brought Glassjaw. So yes. <laughs> never forget. <laughs> always forget because it's lost never forever. <laughs> it's always lost forever. But uh, go still, listen to this. We still have that or, recap episode. Or, or really, go listen to Chromio and the aforementioned Kavinsky album Outrun because it's awesome. So go listen to that. Or go play Outrun. Yeah. That also, even Outrun 2. Outrun 2 is pretty fun. Yeah. I thought that go was play like some a Outrun while you listen to while you listen to those <laughs> albums. Yeah. I was gonna, or play Outrun while listening to Outrun. Yes. Yeah. Yo, dog. I heard you like Outrun. Yes. <laughs> Sega, uh, what's up? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's it's one of those things where it's like I, as a person, like I said, as a person who listens to manufactured pop music all the time uh, in the form of K-pop. Uh, it can appreciate just some fun pop music uh, with uh, a concept or a gimmick behind it. You know, uh, this concept behind this is kind of diet synth wave. You know, <laughs> uh, all the fun, none of the calories. Uh, and and that's fine. It's fun. It it, it has a a lot of catchiness to it. It's super tight. The vocals are very tight. Uh, very well performed. Uh, but it is, it is something that I have to say I did enjoy, but I, I did need it in doses. <laughs> uh, and I, I, it's one, something that's like, I can enjoy this as one of like a playlist of different styles and different songs of different groups that I can jump back and forth to. Not necessarily one I'm going to like, like sink my teeth in, <laughs> It is, a, it, is, it, is, it is in good and measured doses. Uh, but yeah, but, uh, let's give Drew the last word, as we always uh, do. Drew, what, what would be your conclusion uh, on this album? I, I absolutely uh, love the fun on this record. Like I've said before, if I can, um, like, I really will always dig on an album that just sounds like the band is having fun making it, whether that be that they're having fun making it because they enjoy the meticulous nature of putting this particular record together that you get in some like <sighs> prog bands or you get like in like a band like Toto or something like that. They enjoy that sort of thing and you can sort of see that come out. Um, just look back at the screen. That was weird. Um, or it's a band that just like says, ah, we like all this stuff. So we want to make a thing that's like the things we like. And we're just going to like shove that all together. And that to me is what more of what this album is, is you get a, some guys that seem to like various things about various eighties inspired things. And, just put it together in something that's really cool. The the album in general, I think Brett really did say it, is if you like weird funky bass and funky dope like fresh. Funky dope and fresh bass. Some weird sort of uh, effect on that bass and just sort of running with that and making the bass, the, like the hook, you will probably, I would say you might dig this record. It is a fun record. 
it, again, like last week's, it's not going to be a life changer, but I know I'm going to keep following this band and see what they do next, because I think that this was a really well-made record, and I want to see them do more things. They have horns, and they could be on the radio again, and I think that's pretty okay. Probably not going to be. Maybe. I, I, think they, I, 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 I would imagine that yeah, they're, they're, I think, it's going to get pe- some play. I think the very people that so. are in their ears helping them slap things together are the ones that are going to help them get on the radio. <laughs> I hope so. Well, there are people helping them I, slap things together, and those are the same people that are helping them get on the. They're going to help them get on the radio. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so take heart in knowing that. Uh, but yeah. Those are conclu- those are our conclusive thoughts. Now we get to the main event of the evening. We get to our haiku reviews, uh, where we sum it all up in poetic form. Uh, let's bring it all together. Uh, Brett, what would be your haiku? Well, this haiku was written not but three minutes ago, so uh, uh, somebody didn't transfer all of the show notes over, so this is a similar facsimile, but uh, I tightened it up. Cynthia Utah Tunes. It's catchy, and it's tight. It's got a gimmick. (laughs) Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? It's been a while since I hated an album. (laughs) Jazzercise music. (laughs) Whoa! Shots fired. (laughs) In, in poetic <laughs> form. Uh, it was like shots fired in this room. Oof. Trying to quickly figure out how to make glass draw into my haiku. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, my haiku. Uh, well executed, radio friendly synth pop for the faint of heart. Oh, uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? So glad I found them. Have played this album tons. They need to make more. Yes. Uh, yes. So look forward to them. Uh, they're doing their thing, and I, I hope they do succeed. Uh, because that would be cool. The, the, the last band I found early and hope they succeeded was Snarky Puppy, and those motherfuckers run, won a Grammy. So. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's, there's, I, think, I think they've got what it takes uh, to, to, to make it. Uh, but yeah. That brings us to the end of another episode of ha- of our record breaker. You have Haliajuku, everybody. <laughs> Haliajuku. Are we doing a K-pop record next week? No, not next week. Uh, maybe I might bring back something in the future, but not next, next week. week. Uh, but that, you can, of course, find this album on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Uh Remember when there were like three or four services that we had to run down of where our playlist was going to be? Yeah, I just (sighs) forget that. Spotify, just and it is there. I'm 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 shocked. Yeah, it is there. Uh, Next week's record, unfortunately, is not going to be on the Spotify playlist. Uh, It's uh, it's an album title. Uh, I I don't know. I don't think it's it's on title, but it's an album that uh, actually I have to look up. Uh, It's an album. I'm not going to look it up, but it, it, when it came out, it came <laughs> out in, uh, I was trying to remember the year, but uh, when it came out, it, it was uh, Mad Lib, Talib Kweli released an album for free, uh, and then took it, and then like, for a very limited time, uh, called Liberation, 
this is that album. You will enjoy it. Or we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> it. Uh, we might enjoy it. It's, Don't it's tell cool me album. what I will enjoy, Petey. <laughs> Wait, my dad, you can't tell me what to do. Uh, yeah, it was. I hate this record preemptively because fuck you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I learned it from you, Petey. It's actually holy crap! It's been, it's a ten year old album. It's actually it's ten years ago that they, this was released in two thousand seven. I wasn't even Four. listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, Brett and okay. Boo um, Bushik. I. The but, week yeah. after next, uh, but, the twenty third. Uh, I will not. We're still be. on the show. Are we? <laughs> yes. I was, I, was, I was talking about the next week. You just did. And then I thought that was it. No, I don't know. We're talking about. A, did we have I, you guys were dragging a, on. <laughs> we, that's what we always do. He has a bit. Like, <laughs> he was bullshitting. He made a joke. We made a joke. He hasn't done the bit yet. And Brad hasn't said toodaloo. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> It's great. This all has to stay in. Oh, of course. This is also to stay. Uh, this is of course. a professional show where we do professional things. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can, of course, speaking of dating the show, by the way, you can, of course, find us all over Find us all over the internet. Uh, Patrick is at the Swagger. Britt is at HeyBootyBearBird, H-I-B-B-I-2-R-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at X-Drusifrax. I'm at Petey Rave. The show is at 4 Record Breakers. That's the number 4 Record Breakers. RecordBreakersPodcast.com. RecordBreakersPodcast at gmail.com. Rebelly.net for this and other shows. Rebelly TV on YouTube and Twitch. All the calls to action. Uh, like, subscribe, share, do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Toodaloo. <laughs> time to recover. <laughs> Toodaloo. <laughs>